Live from the back alley on the Augustana University campus in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, it's the Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. I'm Dave Holly, and with me is the House Blend, led by Nick Jackson on piano, guitar, and uke, Wade Gamar and Marin Engel on lead vocals, Matt Morrison on bass and backup vocals, and Tyson Kahn on drums. Blend, take it away. Everybody here be drinking that coffee down when you hear that Midtown sound. Someone order me a Midtown Brown. Find a hook and nook and stick, stick around. around. It's a place to find common ground while we smelling them coffee grounds. Shall we talk about common nouns? People, places, things, things profound. profound. Did you know we all world-renowned? Well, at least in our own hometown. You'll be leaving this place spellbound. So come on down, y'all, to Midtown. Midtown Coffee Radio. on shelves up and down, even some about a queen and her crown. So if you're lost and you're looking to be found, our books will help you come, come on, on down. down. Grandma Olga special keeps you unwound. Aunt Abby's brownies might add a few pounds. These yummy treats about to be down. I'll take two, sir, I, I ain't, ain't no, no clown. clown. Wade and Martin's voices will astound. Nick, Matt, and Tyson are the house blend sound. Dave's the host and Adam Rudd's the sound. Tina's our idea gal. <laughs> One, two, at Midtown. Midtown Coffee. Welcome back. You came back. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. Today we are back at the back alley at Augustana University and also we are welcoming back an old friend as our guest comedian, Mr. Zach Dresch. It is not lost on us that we have two of Sioux Falls' best drummers here on the show tonight. <laughs> An embarrassment of riches. We are very much looking forward to hearing some great jokes from Zach later in the show, and just like catching up. So, we are here to present to you our February show, Hoogas and Kisses, a show about love of all kinds. Love is one of those funny words. I mean, all words are funny if you say them enough. They just become sounds eventually. Love, love, love. This is called semantic satiation. <laughs> yes, so I looked it up. We are on a university campus, so we have to be a little bit educational. Anyway, love is a tricky one because it seems like it's everything, which then makes it kind of impossible to define. Love is the universe. Love is love. Love is patient, kind, etc., etc. And also, I love Oreos. Golden double stuffed. How can the same word work in all these contexts? Now, the Greeks had the three kinds of love. Pathos, brotherly love. Eros, erotic and romantic love. And agape, 
a bigger kind of love altogether. Those are some pretty broad categories, so I thought we could really dive deep into some more specific types of love. For example, you have your blob love. <laughs> when two people fall in love and completely lose their individual personhood and meld into the same blob of a person. Yes, we would love to come to book club, wouldn't we, babe? We would love that. <laughs> Second, there is a kind of love called spider love, which is love so strong that it feels it needs to protect the object of its affection from, well, everything, slowly sucking out its will to live. Wait, it's just because I care. I just love you so much. Also, there is hookah love, the kind of love for the people that you can have over for dinner when your bathroom isn't exactly totally clean. For get-together nights that end with either wine or tea. And for having the best conversations when you are talking about nothing in particular. All for cute's sake. <laughs> I love hookah love, but this love we speak of is one slippery pig. One of the best ways love is expressed is through music. So number four, love is music. I don't have to explain it, because you all will feel it. When you hear the house blend on our first song of the evening, Carol King's I Feel the Earth Move. Carol fans. I feel the earth move under my feet. I feel the sky tumbling down. I feel my heart start to tremble. Under my feet, I feel the 
Midtown Coffee Radio Hour is presented by Cupid's Punch, the specialty drink provided by the wonderful people at Augustana Catering for tonight's show. It may seem like a bad idea to feature a cold drink in February, but we here at Midtown like to buck the trends. So what makes up a Cupid's Punch, you ask? Well, it's got your ginger ale, it's got your grenadine, it's got your love potion, and it's topped off with the cutest little cherry you've ever... Oh, whoops! Did I say love potion? It's not like everyone who has enjoyed said drink here tonight will leave and instantly fall into a love stupor with the next human they talk to. That's crazy! I'll take a Midtown Cupid's punch. It makes you fall deep in love. Come on down to Midtown, where the coffee's strong, the nooks are hygge, and the parking is limited. <laughs> Telephone love, love number five. When one conversation, one admission, one word can turn everything around in a relationship or end it. And like the game of telephone, it may get lost in translation. We present Say It To Me Now by Glenn Hassard. Understood, and this mystery only leads to doubt. And I didn't understand when you reached out to take my hand. And if you have something to say. You better say it now Cause this is what you've waited for Your chance to even up the score And as these shadows fall On me now I will somehow Love number six, love is a battlefield. As you know, the real Olympics are happening right now, but 
They are just so hard to relate to. Perfectly in shape, determined, highly trained children just flying around in the ice and snow. So we have started a tradition here in Sioux Falls of everyday people doing everyday things with the vim and vigor of Olympic competitors. Let's check in and see how things are going today. Hello and welcome to our primetime coverage of the Sioux Falls Winter Olympics. Once again, I'm your host, Vic Dital. To sum it up for our listeners at home, the Sioux Falls Winter Olympics have been described as, quote, just like the regular Winter Olympics, only colder. If you're just joining us, you've missed some incredible events. Yesterday, Billy Shoneman set a new record in the event, number of neighbors you can shovel driveways for. Now, let's check in on our slew of reporters who are out in the city freezing their buns off covering the live events for us. Arv Malbert, what you got for us? Thanks, Vic. Yes, I do believe my buns have indeed fallen off. I'm covering the ever-popular events, children walking up a sledding hill. We've got eight children lined up at the bottom of Tut Hill about to race to the top, but they have to avoid the onslaught of completely out-of-control sledders looking to take their legs out. There's the gun, and they're off. All the little puffy marshmallows are slipping around, and it looks like little Susie is face down in the snow and unable to get up. I can't get up. And here, here come the sledders. Get out of the way! Moms, dads, and teenagers screaming down the hill. Yikes! Peter is undercut. Oh, ouch! Jack is taken out at the knees. Oh, and there goes Wendy. The face of the hill is now just smeared in toddlers. What a horrific sight. Well, the parents are running out to clean up the mess now, so I'll send it back to you, Vic. It looks like we're going to have another empty metal stand again this year, Arv. The, The only winners we ever have on the sledding hill are medical insurance providers. Now let's send it over to Nim Jantz. Nim. Thanks, Vic. I'm here at the Big Sioux River covering the classic event, Is That Ice Thick Enough for Me to Walk On? <laughs> Our first athlete goes by the name Big Jimbo. <sighs> Wearing his signature camouflage head-to-toe snowsuit, he starts his walk across the ice. And he's walking with brisk confidence. Oh, oh no! One false step and the ice has given way. Well, while the crew fishes Jimbo out, we've got our second competitor about to start his walk. Standing at 5 feet 3 inches and weighing a slight 105 pounds, Travis Beanie Baby Van Dyke (laughs) is the perfect build for this event. All right, we're ready to go. All right, he's begun his walk. And one step at a time. He's showing great technique. Slowly shuffling his feet one inch at a time. His upper body's still as a statue. Uh, uh, Uh-oh! The the ice is slowly cracking beneath his feet. And there he goes. He's sprinting now towards the finish. Pure panic has overtaken his body, but I think he's going to make it. Nope. No, he's not. Down he goes. He's fallen through the ice. Yes, the Big Sioux River has claimed another. Back to you, Vic. Yikes. Uh, Make sure you stay on shore, Nim. I'd hate for you to fall in the river. You'd probably have to change your shoes, and, well, probably only your shoes. Drought, climate change, it's a problem. All right, moving on. Uh, Nachel Rickles, what event are you reporting from? Nachel? 
Hi, Vic. Hey. I'm here on the corner of 41st and Louise, the busiest intersection in all of South Dakota, at the very dangerous event, driving with the smallest possible amount of your windshield scraped off. <laughs> There's the gun, and they're off. All the competitors have taken out their ice scrapers and are frantically scratching the ice away. Uh-oh. It looks like Patricia's scraper has snapped in two. Not knowing what to do, she has taken out her credit card and is continuing to try to scrape the ice away. With tiny little windows of sight cleared off, they're now getting into their cars. Oh, gosh. Oh, it looks like Brandon and Phil are out of the race as their cars haven't been able to start. But the rest of the drivers are off. No one can see out of their back windows because the deep frost just hasn't kicked in yet. And oh, no. Oh, the cars are piling up as metal crunches metal. Back to you, Vic. Oh, it's hard to watch, Nachel, and yet I can't look away. <laughs> A quick live update here on the uh, longest competition at these year Olympics. Which teenage boy can wear shorts the longest in sub-zero temperatures? You cold, bro? Yeah, they, they've been standing in the cold for nearly six hours now, and no one seems to be giving in anytime soon. Now let's send it over to Roni Tomo. Roni. Hi, Vic. I'm here at Who Can Take a Deep Breath Without Coughing When the Real Feel is 40 Below. Let's listen in. <coughs> now, as you can hear, Vic, it's, it's not going very well. It's, uh, <coughs> oh, great. Now I can't breathe either. It's <coughs> and my eyelashes are frozen. <coughs> Why did I trust Christy Noem and move here from California? <coughs> Get me out of this hell. Yes, Roni, thanks for reminding us all that we've actually chosen to live here. <laughs> it sure makes those tropical summer vacations to northern Minnesota glorious, though. <laughs> I believe we have one more reporter to check in with, Learn Vunquist. What's going on over there, Learn? Vic, I'm here in Midtown Sioux Falls at the event entitled Getting the Morning Paper in Nothing But Your Jammies Race. We thick-skinned Midwesterners think nothing of the deathly wind chill when that Argus leader crossword is sitting at the end of our driveway. This next race is between Cheryl Pipkins and Lloyd Richtenstein. Um, honey, I'll be right back. Just and oh second. boy, Cheryl's robe has just blown off from the <laughs> aforementioned wind. And out come the other neighbors to have a look-see. So what's wow. going on <laughs> out here? Would you look at look that? look away. I'm so sorry. Back to oh, you, Phil. Watch it, learn. Well, uh, before we say goodnight, it's, I, I'm getting word here on my desk that tomorrow's event, the biathlon, is potentially going to be banned? Uh, th there's been a protest that the biathlon has no place in South Dakota? <laughs> wait, nope, nope, wait a minute. Nope, I, I just got another note here. Yes, it turns out the biathlon is just skiing with guns. We're all good here. <laughs> We're all good. South Dakota loves its guns. Bum, bum. That's it from all of us here at the Sioux Falls Winter Olympics. Thanks for joining us. Put on those layers, bundle up, and stay warm out there. Whew, what a ride. Now, speaking of the Olympics, love number seven is winning at love. With enough hard work, following all the rules, and playing the best version of yourself, you're bound to win in love, right? Mm, thank goodness that's not the way love works because that sounds exhausting. Love can show up in any shape, color, and form. 
It is how we treat each other that shows whether the love is there. Here's Carried Me With You by Brandy Carlisle. You're the soul who understands the scars who made me who I am. Through the drifting sands of time, I got your back and you got mine. If you bear a heavy load, I'll be your wheels, I'll be the road. I'll see us through the thick and thin for love and loss. You carried me with you From the highest of the peaks To the darkest of the blue I was just too blind to see Like a lighthouse in a storm You were always guiding me Yeah, it's true You carried me with you From the day it all began Yeah, you were there took my hand and when I heard a bit too deep you watched me as I fell asleep and when my head was in the clouds you found a way to pull me out you picked my heart up off the ground and it showed me love was all around yeah you carried me of the peaks to the darkest of the blue I was just too blind to see like a lighthouse in a storm you were always driving me yeah it's true you carried me with you oh we'll be sitting on the world together watching as the days turn into night we know how should ever bear a heavy load I'll be your wheels I'll be the road I'll see us through the thick and thin boy love and loss until the end cause you carried me with you from the highest of the peaks to the darkness of the blue I was just too blind to see like a lighthouse in a storm, you were always guiding me. Yeah, it's true. You carried me with you. Oh, you carried me with you. Thank you, Blend. Okay, love number eight finds us at long lost love, which brings us to Zach, <laughs> one of the original Midtown members. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, one of Sioux Falls' great comics and South Dakota's flu bug, <laughs> and the guy that used to sell me a lot of booze at Hy-Vee, Zach Dresch. Yeah. 
haven't done that much running in years. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for having me here. How are you guys doing? You doing good? Oh. oh, I'm excited to be here. For those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Zach Dresch, and I'm the legit love child of Bob Ross and Richard Simmons. <laughs> and I'll have you know that Paul, Simon, and I are still very good friends. <laughs> Oy, that was the sound of silence. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. <laughs> oh, I got some good news. I uh, stepped on the scale the other day. I now weigh the same as a perfect score in bowling. <laughs> Plus 30. <laughs> but I'm, tr I'm trying to do everything I can, you know. I went to Sherwin-Williams the other day to get thinner. <laughs> Didn't work. I just love snacks too much. You know, you guys like snacks? Yeah, I'm a big fan of snacks. I buy a cookie cake a week, and I don't share it. I get judged for it. I walked up to the cashier the other day. I set that cookie cake down, and they looked down and said, oh, that's cool. What are you celebrating? I said, the fact that I found cookie cake. Stop staring. Ring it up, Ron. Looked like a Ron. <laughs> Valentine's Day's coming up. I'm pretty excited. You guys like Valentine's Day? Single people are not responding. <laughs> uh, but no, I've been with my girlfriend now for about two years. Hey. Yeah. I'm really grateful I don't have to do online dating anymore. Holy cow. That was irritating. I couldn't even get a match on LinkedIn. <laughs> Oh, and on Tinder, I'd swipe left on everyone because I like to play hard to get. <laughs> Do you think in Canada, if you get a match on Tinder, it says, way to go. <laughs> and if, you, if they don't match, you're like, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was the worst at pickup lines, though. Oh, can you imagine me in this shirt? I would just be like, hey. If you were a library book, I'd check you out. But I'd hope you were a coloring book because I only read at a second grade level. <laughs> How you doing? I'm Zach Dresch. <laughs> hey, guess what this shirt's made of? Wool. So if you're allergic, this probably won't work out. <laughs> Was your dad a boxer? So it looks like he got punched in the face. I mean, you're a knockout, dang it. <laughs> Go away. And lastly, hey, I've got sleep apnea. Want to come over and see me struggle with that? <laughs> Zach Dresch. I'm going to close with this. Uh, you guys like dad jokes? <laughs> dad jokes? Um, these are what I call the gronies. Um, I have shirts for sale. Not here. <laughs> In my car, it's going to look weird. Let's not worry about it. <laughs> You want a small? Anyways, um, cigarette in my mouth, whatever. <laughs> no problem, Dad. Um, these, are, these are dad jokes, but tonight they've got a little bit of a theme to them. I hope you catch on here. Here's the first one. What's a pirate's favorite place to shop for music? Arnie November. <laughs> I have six more. <laughs> What's a pirate's favorite type of music? Pirated. 
I forgot the next one. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. What is a pirate's favorite way to work out? Pirates. <laughs> Just kidding. It's aerobics. <laughs> What's a pirate's favorite book? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> and lastly, what's a pirate's favorite movie? Citizen Kane. <laughs> so, thank you guys so much. Hey! I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Zach Dress. You know, I, I was thinking things might get a little dicey between uh, Zach and Tyson both on the stage together. You know, kind of like the old and new boyfriends meeting each other for the first time. <laughs> Woo! Bite, glad bite. everyone was civil. <laughs> That's what we call love number nine. Look at me now, lover. Let's have the house blend sing My Lover by Bird Talker. Under a starry sky You are my one solution To the mystery of why Let's pack a bag and migrate To anywhere we please
I just adore you two. Well, you three, actually. A menage a trois (laughs) of vocal harmonies, one could say. Which brings me to love number 10, the love triangle. Love triangles may be the most dangerous thing in the world. The betrayal, the confusion, the pointy angles. And speaking of danger and love and murder, let us present to you murder in Midtown. Chapter one. It was a setup, I tell you, a setup. We joined 39-year-old Dale Dinkley, a quiet, amicable middle school English teacher who hasn't had a girlfriend since, well, since middle school. As if living alone for the past 17 years of his adult life isn't enough, He's always had to absorb the constant beating of his parents, asking him why he's still single. The barrage of his grandma always asking him if he even likes women. And the bombardment of his friends trying to set him up through online dating sites. 17 years of pushing, nagging, and prying. 17 years of embarrassment, bitterness, and anger. Nice, quiet Dale is finally starting to boil over, and murder is on his mind. We join Dale now as he was invited over to his parents' house for dinner on Valentine's Day. Hey, Mom, Dad, thanks for for having me over for dinner. Oh, honey, happy Valentine's Day. We're so glad you could come. (laughs) Yeah, we knew you'd just be sitting at home by yourself eating a frozen pizza and watching Queer Eye or even worse, CNN. <laughs> right, well, uh, on that note, I'm going to head back home. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't mind your dad, sweetie. He doesn't even know how to spell CNN. <laughs> Come on in. We made your favorite craft macaroni and cheese, chocolate milk, and purple grapes. Mom, that was my favorite when I was like seven years old. I'm 39 now. 39 years old and still no girlfriend. What's wrong with you, Dale? Oh, uh, Hi, hi, Grandma, I didn't see you there. Nothing's wrong with me, okay? I just, I just haven't found the right one yet. Well, start looking. I want grandchildren before I kick the can. Although, how does that even work if you're married to a man? Grandma, I told you, I'm not gay. We, we've been over this. And you might be closer to kicking that can than you think. What was that, Dale? Speak it to my good ear. With those ominous words, Dale stormed out of his parents' house with anger and resentment so deep in his soul that only a true Midwesterner would know how to keep it swept under the rug. 
but he'd been hiding it for years, letting it fester there like rotten lutefisk. It was time for him to let the stench out. Just as he was turning back toward his parents' house, he got a phone call. It was his best friend, Jack. Dale, buddy, what's up? Happy Valentine's Day, my dude. Listen, Patty and I met this girl at the bar who's perfect for you. You gotta get over here. You know what? Just, just stop it, Jack, okay? Just stop it. I'm tired of you trying to set me up. The past 30 blind dates didn't go well, so why would this be any different? Quit trying to help. I'm tired of everyone trying to help. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you all right, Dale? Dale? I'm, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Jack. L listen, I'll, I'll call you back in about an hour. I've, uh, I've got to take care of someone, or something. Talk to you soon. We're all familiar with those four letters, aren't we? F-I-N-E. I'm fine. Everything's fine. No, really, it's fine. A word so heavy in deceit that it's able to sit atop a suitcase full of harbored hate and keep it closed tight. Except there's only so much you can stuff in a suitcase before it bursts at the seams. What exactly is Dale going to, quote, take care of? Will Dale's grandma ever get her grandchildren? Does Dale's mom make Kraft mac and cheese with a recommended amount of butter, or does she cut corners? Find out next time, well maybe, on Murder in Midtown. Love number 11, Dangerously in Love. Again, not the next song. I'm not sure we can pull off Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> this is the kind of love where the other person has such a hold on your heart that they have the power to break you completely. It's an exhilarating and terrifying type of love, so we'll sing a mellow folksy song about it. Here's Deep in Love by Bonnie Light Horseman.
finding the sweetest, sweetest rose to pull. I pricked my finger deep to the line and left the sweetest rose, sweetest rose behind. Don't you? sailing on the big blue sea she sailed as deep as deep as she could be but not so deep in in love as i am i care not whether i i sink or swim don't you Love number 12, lovey-dovey. Poetry is knowing for being the language of love. What is it about rhyming that's so sexy? <laughs> well, this week on Marin's Memes, we will find out if poems still have a power over us, even when they are very, very dumb. Yep. <laughs> this, was an, this is not exactly a love poem, but I like it. Um, okay, so this is installment two of Marin's Memes, and it's it's hitting its stride, yeah. obviously. Yeah. We, we got great um, we've feedback. Everyone has said, Marin's Memes, it's the best part of the show. Okay, anyways, so the meme this week, um, I'm just going to, I'll just read it to you. Okay, so if the person who named walkie-talkies named everything. Okay, so here's some examples. See if you can catch on, okay? Stamps. 
Licky stickies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I got a laugh. <laughs> they love, they love Martin's You're doing memes. great. Um, defibrillators. Hardy starty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh, oh, love it. <laughs> Bumblebees. Fuzzy buzzy. That's cute. Pregnancy test. Maybe baby. <laughs> um, a nightmare. Screamy dreamy. It's a good meme. You found a good one. It's a good good meme. It's the best one on the internet, Mm. obviously. Um, (laughs) So we decided to make our own, like, South Dakota version of this. So I'm going to have Midtown help me, and we're going to go around and give our South Dakota versions of this meme. So Terry Peak. Shelly Hilly. Yeah. good. The Badlands. Clumpy Bumpies. (laughs) It's reaching, but... Um, a retiree in South Dakota. Coldy, oldie. <laughs> that was a crowd favorite. That would, that would an favorite. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. Tourists sharing on Instagram going up to the bison in Custer State Park. Gory story. <laughs> C.H. Patisserie. Artsy tartsy. <laughs> Taco John's. Shardy farty. (laughs) (laughs) Bathroom humor, that's this crowd. Love it. Okay, voting for weed in South Dakota and then getting it overturned. Smoky, jokey. (laughs) Mount Rushmore. Rocky, cocky. It's because they're We're going to move on. Yeah, they're all (laughs) men. Got it. Um, And finally, the Big Sioux River. Stinky, drinky. (laughs) Mars Beans! This has been Mars Beans! They love you, (laughs) Mars. Love number 13. Force field love. Sometimes we fall in love, and it makes no sense to our rational brains, but it is something more powerful, like a force field, that leaves us helpless in its wake. It's almost like you can't help falling in love. Here's the house blend with Ingrid Michaelson's version of Can't Help Falling in Love. Sure. 
Love number 14, Victorian love. Love in the time of the severe cultural restrictions of the Victorian era is the stuff of some of the most passionate love poems. All those feelings had to go somewhere. <laughs> Nick, what haveth thee for us today? Yeah, I, I thought for the, uh, uh, the dramatic read aloud today, uh, there were so many options, you know, fitting with Valentine's Day. Uh, but I went with one of the most popular uh, sonnets, often mistaken for Shakespeare, but it's not. It's by Elizabeth Barrett Browning, Sonnet 43. It's entitled, How Do I Love Thee? How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being and ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with a passion put to use in my old griefs and 
with my childhood's faith, I love thee with a love I seemed to lose. With my lost saints, I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. Wow. Not your usual dramatic reading there. Not Rick. my usual there. But beautiful. Love number 15, Unrequited Love. This last song is for the ones who have loved without being loved back, for the ones who haven't fallen in love, for the ones who think that they've never known love because they've never been in a relationship. First, I'd like to say that that is a narrow definition of love and you are still loved. But also it can be painful. And also you are in some very, very good company. Namely, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Here's Queens, somebody to love.
just put the mercury into Freddie Mercury because that was out of this world. Now we have a Midtown Mug Club member to welcome. Drum roll, please. Max Boyum. The man, the myth, the legend. He has to come to every show because he's the other half of our star, Marin. But at least he's enthusiastic about it. Also, he and Nick are related somehow. Something about Patrick Henry being a common ancestor. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention that he is in a band of his own, The Brass Holes, which is a brass band he plays in with his dad and a bunch of other old guys. And we think that's very, very cool, said the old guy. He's our fave. He's your fave. Welcome to the Mug Club Maximus. <laughs> our final kind of love, love number 16, agape love. It's the real deal. It's love of God and humanity and of the greater goodness. I love this kind of love, but it feels almost out of reach to really be this kind of love. I guess the good news is people have been wrestling with how to do this kind of love for centuries with many steps forward, many, many steps backward. But we have had great teachers in every generation who have given us some good guideposts. 
Martin Luther King Jr. said, Agape does not begin by discriminating between worthy and unworthy people. It begins by loving others for their sakes. Similarly, the Quakers believe everyone has an inner light and love is simply treating everyone as though they all share that same light. Jesus told us to love God and to love others as we love ourselves. Please note, this means you have to actually love yourself first to be able to love others. So I've really been thinking about this and I think I've got it. Here's how I would like to sum this all up. Love is love. Love. Oh no, sounds funny to me now. Semantic satiation is peaking. I can't talk about it anymore, so I guess you will all just have to figure this out on your own. Okay, folks, you know what time it is. Here is As We Leave This Friendly Place. If you know it, please sing along. As we Thanks for joining us this evening. My name is Dave Holly, and I am proud to be alongside our house blend, including Marin Engel, Matt Morrison, Wade Gamar, Tyson Kahn, and band leader Nick Jackson. Big love to Zach Dresch for bringing his comedic talents to the Midtown stage. Special thanks, as always, to our number one idea gal, Tina Jackson. And a huge shout out for tonight's sound guy, Adam Ellsworth. Thank you to Augustana University for hosting us in the back alley. And thank you all for coming and listening. Be sure to make your plans to join us for our next shows here at the back alley, March 24th and May 5th. Remember, Midtowners, we'll always give you a Grandma Olga special all you have to do is ask.